We are CEOs, executives, educators, and professionals from all sectors of society who support the global expansion of betterment in the world through joy and joyly. I'm your host, Cheryl Lynn, founder of the Chair of Joy Experience. Together, we have developed the World Council of Joy, and our council invites CEOs and innovators from impactful organizations to the Joyly podcast. We showcase how generous, bold, and fully engaged they are in their work and what a culture of joy is to them. Good morning, everyone. This is Cheryl Lynn live with Joyly Studios, and I could not be more pleased to once again start our podcast. We have an amazing guest this morning, and Nevsha is coming all the way from London this morning. So it's 2.15 in the afternoon for her. So we're super excited to have her as a guest. If you're just joining us for the first time, I just wanted to share again a little bit about what Joyly is doing and why we're even doing this podcast in the first place. Um, basically, we are looking to create a culture of joy, which is basically for me, a discussion about life expansion. We all have so much in the world that we want to achieve and accomplish. And that when we're running around talking and doing and, and you know, trying to get it all in in a very short time, I truly believe that less gets done. So uh, that's why we're bringing CEOs and uh, transformational workers to talk about this concept, especially as it pertains to influencers and CEOs and C-level executives. So. Welcome, Nev Nevsha. Why don't you just introduce yourself a little bit, and then we'll get going with sure. the questions that I have prepared for you. My name is Nevsha Fidan Karamehmet. It's a long name. <laughs> I'm a teacher, author, and an expert on self-mastery. Uh, I'm a founder of a group of companies involved in uh, breathwork, meditation, and all kinds of self-mastery self trainings. We have uh, digital trainings, courses, different products, uh, 11 different courses in our curriculum. We've been in the industry for over 25 years. Over four, uh, 40,000 people finished our courses and literally transformed their lives. We have certified more than 2,000 coaches and master teachers from all around the world. I have 11 best-selling books, influenced over a million people myself with my courses, talks, interviews, videos, and books. And I have been featured in numerous interviews, TV shows, magazines, newspapers, and worked with different celebrities, professional athletes, businessmen, businesswomen. I've given talks and seminars uh, in uh, more than... 200 companies from all kinds of different industries like HP, uh, HSBS, Microsoft, Pfizer, Philip Morris, all kinds of companies. We have launched our first app, our baby, Breath Up, six months ago. It's a guided breathwork uh, meditation app, and we became the sixth fastest growing app in uh, Google Store around the wellness apps in just three months, in less than three months, actually. And uh, I'm a well-known authority in breathing sciences field, uh, over 20 years of expertise. I'm specialized on dysfunctional thinking and dysfunctional breathing habits. I'm a, uh, also a faculty member at one and only breathing sciences faculty in the world, which is part of the Graduate School of Behavioral Health Sciences in Wyoming, which I'm also the vice president of, and the founding president of Breath Coaching Federation, which leads uh, hundreds of different breath coaches and breath workers, breath experts from all around the world. Uh, my mission is uh, 
creating several digital trainings, platforms, and courses to get people grow and expand in all areas of life. My mission is helping people self, you know, master their lives, master their breathing, master their thinking, and master their lives. I have a dream of uh, building a graduate school of advanced health sciences for self-mastery only, bringing all self-mastery powerful tools and methods all together in under one umbrella, building the school in London and serving hundreds of different centers around the world by training real master teachers uh, who graduate from the school and who are working on transforming the lives of millions and by you know getting people, especially the next generation, to live life more masterfully. And uh, besides Breath Up Formula, I just launched a very unique formula for getting women uh, to have all they want in life without having to work too hard. And that's the project is called the Awaken the Goddess uh, because I myself have been uh, in and out of thousands of different trainings, self-development courses. I'm a coach myself. I work with International Coaching Federation. I worked with a lot of coaching uh, people, teachers from the coaching industry, and also a lot of mentors. And I've been seeing that man-made modalities are great, but they don't always work for women. As women, we need modalities who are more soft, who could uh, teach us, train us to connect with the divine power we have in ourselves. So uh, I've been uh, supporting many women over the years in understanding who they are and connecting with the goddess, the feminine energy inside. So I just launched this project due to that, due to my expertise. I'm also right now working on a meditation and breathwork book, which will include all kinds of research, teaching, experience I've done around breathwork and breathing sciences for the past 25 years. And yeah, that's all about me. Wow, 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 wow. Well, welcome. And it's just an absolute pleasure to meet you. So thank you. You said so much there. I am just curious, because I'm all about joy and celebrating joy and expanding joy. If you can tell me what is bring brought you the most joy? What is like the success story that just gave you? Yeah, I think seeing people transform their lives. So it, it's like I've transformed thousands of lives over the years. And I'm a, I don't like the word workaholic. I like the word like I'm in love with my work. I'm very married with literally with my work. I love what I'm doing. And I could literally cry for hours, you know, when I see someone transform a part of their lives they've been issues with, you know, like relationships, money, health, business. It's just so fulfilling for me to see just even one individual transform a part of their lives into, you know, another level. It's just, it brings me so much joy. It's, it's like... Undescribable with words. I can't just find any words to describe it. It's so fulfilling. Could we call it joy? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Could you please tell me one example? I know it's hard, but for our listening off audience and our CEO specifically, I know that mastering who you are in your life skill and really your legacy, right? What it is you want to accomplish. Yeah. Please explain, like, tell us an ex a specific example of someone who just popped through a transformation. 
Yeah, I think <laughs> the, the most important thing around mastering life, I think, is knowing thyself. I mean, we've heard it over the centuries, like all of the masters have been, you know, talking about mastering thyself and knowing thyself. So it's kind of like, what does that really mean? The thing is, we're living in the 21st century and without even realizing it, without even us recognizing it, we've been conditioned into too many stuff it's like we've been conditioned to act in a way we've been conditioned to be in a way we've been conditioned like you know with our you know environment relationships we have all these i have to be this i have to be that i have to be doing this and it's kind of like for people it's kind of like the same in a standard way like you know you grow up you go to you know you study and you go to a university and then you marry and you have kids and you buy a house and you do this you do that. it's kind of like the standard you know life and that doesn't work because we are all individuals and we are all different and very very special in our own being and in our own way of living and it's kind of like the feminine way of being i think we forgot that systems and creating systems and creating structures is very important and that's masculine there's that's very much masculine but the feminine side wants to just be the way she is it's like the sacred shakti energy who just wants to celebrate and be the way she is and just you know be herself and and um, i don't mean only women because men also are connected with the sacred divine feminine energy so i think the most important thing for us to succeed in all areas of lives and create a huge transformation is to understand that the first step to create a huge transformation in our lives is by taking the step to be true to ourselves. Just being ourselves is the biggest transformation of all. If we can work on our thinking habits and work on our conditions, and that's what I'm specialized at, that's what I call the dysfunctional breathing, breathing and thinking habits, which means the thinking habits that we have been conditioned around and that are not working in our lives right now because the thinking system if if i'm thinking the way my parents have been thinking and if who i who i am is not aligned with that way of thinking my life won't work so i would love to see the next generation and i love to see people i work with transform their lives by just connecting with uh, their way of thinking and their truth and that's the biggest step because that's the hardest because we are all conditioned and there are layers and layers and layers of conditioning and layers of layers of layers of judgments and biases around our lives around who we are around who we should be and all of those thinking patterns of i should be this i should be that i should be doing this keeps us away from who we are, keeps us away from our truth, our authentic selves. And that's the base reason of all the problems we are facing in our lives. So our first step in Nevsha Institute and in all of our projects is supporting people in taking a big step in you know, transforming their belief systems, transforming their judgments, transforming their biases and also their shoulds and, you know, uh, I should be doing that, have tos, 
And once they let go of all the, I have to be this, I should be this, I should be doing this, you know, I need, I mother, need. yeah, I need to be doing this as a mother, you know, I should be like this, I need to be doing this. What happens is you, when you leave them all behind, what's left is just you and enjoying life, like you said, with joy, with laughter, and you're just fulfilled of just being yourself, I think, which is the most powerful yes tool we humans have you know so that's that's like that's the first thing i teach and seeing people get there with meditation and with you know working with their minds working with their thinking habits seeing people get there just you know just leaving those layers of layers of layers of judgments and biases and just you know shining from inside out yes it's amazing so that's that's the story of what I'm doing. <laughs> yes, I get the story of what you're doing. And I'm trying to find out if you could tell me one specific transformation. I really, really feel like a CEO who's listening today yeah. wants to know specifically how they can get in. What, yeah. what is one thing that transformed yeah. for one CEO? And also, how long does it take? If I yeah. was a CEO and I wanted to say, you know what, I want everything you're talking about. What is the process? So once actually, if you're, yeah, if you're willing, yeah, I think if you're really willing to work on yourself, it takes a couple of hours even. Uh, because like with my mentoring sessions, sometimes it just takes half an hour for an individual to realize what they're doing in one specific area. And like what would transform? I think first of all, relationships. Relationships with ourself first, and then our family, our loved ones, and also anyone we are dealing with first of all our relationships change because once you're authentic and real you start talking from your heart and whenever you're talking from your heart and whenever you're authentic and talking from your heart it has a huge power in anything you're doing so it's like it changes all your relationship it's like if you're in a meeting and if you're not authentic and real and talking about something it literally feels like some garbage you're like nonsense and people are you know there's there's something there's something interesting about the way he talks or she talks and it doesn't make sense it's like even though you're you know speaking uh, on some very intelligent project just because you're not authentic people don't get you it's like the moment you start speaking authentically the moment you leave all those biases about yourself and you're just yourself, it makes sense. Hmm. What you're talking, you know, if you're talking about a project, because you're talking from your heart, people start getting you. It's like, I think we don't need all those sales and marketing and, you know, leadership tools once we are authentic, because that's the sales tool, that's the leadership tool, that's the marketing tool that's you know that's what makes you key person of influence like you just influence a huge group of people and i've been experiencing it myself over the years the more authentic i became the more powerful i got in influencing people so it's like the more uh, people started coming to my seminars i just needed to be myself it's not even needed it's like I stayed being myself. It was my marketing tool. It was my, you know, influencing tool, everything. 
Yeah. So if like for people who want to be real leaders, uh, the first step is being real to yourself. I'm sure there are a lot of teachers out there speaking about the same thing because that's how we influence people. People, that's how we become leaders. It's like people follow you if you are real and you talk from your heart, but people don't want to follow you when you have masks on and when you're just pretending and when you're not real to yourself, first of all, or you are just a kind of like a copycat copying other people or copying what other people do. So I think in the 21st century, uh, where there's all the you know information, I can get all the information I want. I can get all the information I want from the internet, from the books, it's just the information age. But what's most important is the authentic people. So it's time for the authentic people. It's kind of like you see all those, I mean, I can see right now all those authentic people rising and becoming leaders and people who are just themselves. And like I can see Elon Musk and I, I can see, uh, you know, different kinds of leaders and the businessmen who are popping up just you know, because they're true, them, true to themselves and they don't care about what people think. They just are doing their own thing. So that's very transformative. And I think uh, relationships and uh, leadership is one of the most important areas that transforms instantly. And it just happens in a couple of, yeah, a couple of hours sometimes, yeah. in, you know, in half an hour. So I am sure that you have many, many practices for people and leaders, especially to get out of their, you know, own way basically and get in their, into their authenticity. One yeah. of the tools that we use is called the chair of joy. And I can't wait to come to London one day and get you in the chair of joy. I yeah. think that's so much fun, love but to. you don't mind. Could I take you through the process real quickly and get your feedback? I would, love to. Yeah. I would also like to get a couple of ideas of what your practices look like. Yeah, so I would love to. Thank you. In the end, we're all yearning for joy. Like we all want to get to the same place. And I think we're going so fast through life and trying this and following this guru and, you know, checking off this box that we forget that this is the moment. Today is the day. Like yesterday, I took this chair to my mother's over it because it was Mother's Day, right? And I had her sit in the chair of joy. And it's like, I've had been carrying this thing around for a whole year and I've never had my mom sit in it. So it's it's just kind of like reel it back and get and get authentic and real like yourself. And it's like, I wouldn't ask anyone else to sit in it, but my family first. So why didn't I? But anyway, that's another story. So here's what I love for you to do. I always encourage people to put their feet on the ground. And this is in corporations or influencers or organizations or family members at the heads of the table. But just when people put their feet on the ground and can feel their soles on the bottom of their feet or the, the floor underneath their feet, which is extremely stable, and even wiggle your toes and just stay there for 10 seconds if you can. Yeah. And people don't do that, do they? No, they don't. And then once you can put your feet on the ground and sort of feel your arm on the armchairs, your butt on the seat, you can just look around and see your environment, see what pictures are on the wall and just be complete, your awards, your, you know, your coffee cup that keeps you warm in the morning. And then just listen, listen to the sounds. Have you ever dropped your phone on the floor, on your face, or in some other embarrassing place? Don't you wish there was something you could attach to your phone case that would help you hold your phone so you don't have to, or at least as much? Introducing Steady Straps, 
A comfortable, adjustable, strong, elastic strap with 100% Velcro brand closures that helps you hold your phone more securely without dropping it and use it easier and faster, especially one-handed. It's the only smartphone grip accessory without adhesives, and it's 100% wireless charging ready without having to remove or adjust it first. Check us out at SteadyStraps.com and order some today. And therein lies stillness, right? This this is what you said before. It's like when you're authentic, that's that's the tool, right? That's the marketing. That's the sales. Same for joy, I feel. So once you get to that point, then I ask everyone to take a deep breath. So, and I want you to tap onto something you haven't already spoke about, but one little joyful moment in your history. Anything that you were like, all pistons were firing, like this is the moment that I want to tell Cheryl and the team about. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it's when I when I was on stage with hundreds of people, and I introduced a, a project called the Silence Revolution. I also have a book called the Silence Revolution because I think silence is revolutionary. It's just beyond all words, and it's a book about meditation and it's a book about finding the silence within and also without. Uh, yeah, and it's it's also a um, uh, it's also a non because we also have a nonprofit organization so it's kind of like a nonprofit thing as well so we've been collaborating with uh, different nonprofit organizations and organizing nonprofit you know sessions and trainings and talks uh, around the world so i remember myself i was in istanbul once and we had probably around a thousand people in the room and it was a free organization like a two hours of meditation and it was with Nay music. Uh, do you know Rumi? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was, you know, it was with his music and with his words, and there was a, you know, meditation. And at the end of the meditation, like everybody in the room started crying because they were in their heart and they could feel themselves and the room. There was this exercise of, I think this exercise reminded me of that. There was an exercise of, you know, you connecting with your heart and also you you know people were opening their eyes just imagine like a thousand of people thousand uh, around a thousand people opening their eyes after a deep meditation with nay music and when the instrument nay is a very sacred instrument and when you uh, listen to it live it has a certain vibration and that was the instrument it's not even an instrument it's like a spiritual journey rumi says of sound so when you listen to that sound and meditate with that, you kind of like drop into your heart and you drop into this very deep silence. And then we did a meditation and after the meditation, they all opened their eyes, turned to the one you know sitting next to them. Probably they didn't even know themselves and started looking deep into their eyes and connected with 15 to 20 minutes with my words and with Rumi's words. and like, you know, feeling the one in front of them, and I still have goosebumps, uh, you know, connecting with their hearts and feeling the one in front of them. And like everybody in the room started crying and then closed their eyes, felt the whole room and feeling the divine energy supporting themselves. And yeah, it was an amazing experience. So I was there and seeing all those people just stop, you know, whatever, that's happening in their lives and connect with their real selves, you know, mm. deep in their hearts and connect with the other, with that depth. 
it was such a oh I'm I'm still like having goosebumps all yeah, around. I do too. Thank you for sharing. I thank you for oh, sharing. Wonderful experience. Beautiful. Can you imagine? Thank you for that. We're gonna do one more memory, but can you imagine if we could do that, raise that vibration? That's my goal. My mission is to increase the dominant vibration of joy, which is really what you just described daily, even three times a day. Like, why aren't we stopping to do something so profound more often? We'll get to that in a minute. All right, so feet on the ground, feet on the ground, feel your feet on the ground one more time and um, just a deep breath in. One more, I don't know if you can top that memory, but if you could find and tap into one more powerful, joyful moment, it could have been when you were young or yesterday. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of like yesterday, this week. <laughs> when I was with my two daughters, and we are we have a very special relationship with my two daughters. One of them is 19, and one of them is 11. I think it's also because they have eight years in between. They're a real sister, you know, like there is this real sisterhood. And we were just chatting, and I think we were listening to some music, you know, watching TV, and the whole love and acceptance and the relationship between us that was yeah very jo joyful it was just so beautiful that's profound all right and then just to finish the exercise this is what i have ceos do with their teams mm -hmm. is can you take those two memories the one with rumi and the meditation in the room and kind of let that permeate through your whole body and then also you the fact that your th two daughters and yourself have this amazing bond that memory as well and then can you come up with one word that would connect those two? What is the essence of those two in a description? Yeah. Okay. All right. Now we're going to put love in a container. I'm taking this a little further with you because you're way with me. Well, if you could put love into some kind of physical container, I want you to take your joy that's intangible and make it tangible. What kind of container would you put love in? Uh, home. Like it could, it could be home as a family home, but also my business is also home. So it would be the graduate school I'm talking about where people could, you know, feel home, you know, come there and, you know, come home, you know, like coming to the school of self-mastery to just come home to themselves and find themselves and graduate from home in four years and then bringing that home feeling around the world. I love that. So let's take that home. I, I don't know. I kind of picture almost a building, if you will, that all yes, this is. Exactly. Happening. A big, I mean, small and big building. It's yes. just a feeling of home and building. Yeah. So this is the part that we're, uh, this experience that we just went through is all about life expansion as well. So the idea of what you just described is something that others could learn from. So imagine yourself walking down the ramp at a LaGuardia airport, uh, airport. You're, you have your home untucked under your arm and you it's filled with this joy, this authenticity, this, 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 this love that you're experiencing. What would you say to the 3,000 CEOs? They don't get it. They don't understand this joy, love thing, and this feeling of home. What, what, what might you say to them to get them in? I would say you're already home. There's nowhere to go. There's nothing to do. You're already home. You know, just, just realize it's like you don't have to find home or get anywhere. You're already home. And also with joy, like joy is with us already you know it's like home joy it's with us it's just you know 
stop running away from it. I would say that. <laughs> just it, stop. it is a foreign concept, right? People always say to me, I want more joy. How do I do that? Well, you need to sit still and realize that you already have it. It's already in you. Yeah, exactly. so what else would you say to that? I think that's a powerful example. Yeah, I would exactly say the same thing. It's like I would probably tell them to close their eyes and just stop and breathe and just stay where they are. And it's just that's joy. You know, you're breathing, you're alive, you're you are the joy. <laughs> Would you say that across the nation, we're a joyless society or a joyful society or culture in the world? Right now? Uh, I mean, I think it's always balanced. Like there are people who are home and connected with themselves and who are you know, bringing that joyful liveness. And there are people the opposite. So it's like, I think it's, uh, it's like the, I think it's the whole concept of this, life you know like having the you know far away and home and getting away and coming home you know being joyful and then leaving that so there are i see there are a lot of people there are more and more people uh, who are finding joy within themselves and who are joining you know self-mastery courses and that's my business so that's maybe why why i'm aware there are more pe people meditating and doing breath work and connecting with themselves so i think the number of people who are connected with themselves and joyful are increasing and also there are not you know people who are fully lost and you know and maybe the COVID virus is there to get rid of the unjoyful energy i don't know it's you know it's interesting, I'm isn't it? Optimistic about COVID energy, the COVID nineteen. <laughs> kind of like forces people into, uh, yeah, getting becoming true. It's like I think there are a lot of people who saw um, the whole useless behaviors and the whole useless thinking habits they've been doing because they had to face themselves with the pandemic and you know staying at home and quarantine. I think that was an amazing experience. I think that's for the good of all. I absolutely agree. And I think one thing to to make it, to push us over to a, from a, from joy to, or joyless to joyful, which is really a shift to joy, is to really understand that it's intent, right? It's, 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 a, it's a setting down and, and really creating an intentional day. And yeah. that's obviously what your practices are about. So thank you for sharing that. Who taught you to be this joyful human being that you are today? I don't think anybody taught me. <laughs> I, I think it, it's something that can't be taught and that needs to be learned on, on your own. So what would you attribute your learning to? Was it your own desire? Was it, was it? Yeah, it was my own, I think it was my own uh, dedication more than desire to finding the joy or finding the fulfillment in life. It's kind of like, it's still there. I was really dedicated on finding that, you know, home fulfillment. And I think my dedication is the, is the word. What would you say is, thank you for that. I completely agree. And you can see it in your business and in your work and who you impact is that this dedication. Yeah is accessible and that anyone can uh, attain or or arrive with the focus and attention just like you have. Would you say, um, what is, oh, I just had a really good question. Hold on one second. What is the one thing if you could address in the world that you could, that you could um, wave your magic wand on and fix, what would that be? 
uh, I think the whole self-development and self-mastery industry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like what I would like to fix is it's like I would love to see only real masters who have mastered their lives first teach self-mastery because it's like it's kind of like it's breaking my my heart to see people who haven't mastered their own lives teaching self-mastery because how i see it is because i'm an expert on you know dysfunctional thinking habits a dysfunctional thinking habit is dysfunctional for everyone so if i have a dysfunctional uh, thinking habit for example if my relationships are not working if my marriage is not working and i have a thinking habits around that that's creating the relationship not working reality what's going to happen is uh, i'm going to be teaching how not to work your relationship thinking habits so it's kind of like i can't teach any thought or any thinking habit i haven't uh, i mean uh, i'm not using in my life so it's like if i haven't mastered in one area that means my thinking habit in that area is not master, you know, is not a master yet. Yes. I first work on that thinking habit and then teach that thinking habit to people. So that's like, that's what I would love to, uh, you know, change. And I would love to bring more science, more self-development and breath work and meditation, you know. Yeah, and that's why I'm, uh, you know, my, I have a dream of, you know, uh, seeing, I would love to see a graduate school of self-mastery who would, you know, train real masters with four years of diploma programs, you know, like, like real masters who graduate from the school and who are like, you know, like you say, I'm an architect, you would say I'm a master, you know, what have you been working on? self-mastery you know i'm an expert on self-mastery that's what i've been working that's what i've been researching on that's what i've been taught for four years or plus you know and then they could go out and teach people how to master their lives so that's i really i appreciate your attention and your energy around that because i completely 100 percent agree so we have to wrap this up but how what would be somebody's listening today and they want to get on your train? What do they do first? Yeah. Uh, my website is Nevsha. It's on my name, nevshako.uk, co.uk. And they could go on my website and just check out the uh, trainings. We don't sell our trainings through internet online because we kind of like pick our own clients and pick our own students. We don't want like everybody out there to go and you know get our digital trainings because we uh, serve very powerful and very effective tools so we first would love to you know meet our clients we have a one-hour free coaching session where we you know meet our clients who wants to get the trainings from our school and coach them for free for an hour and understand if what they need is what we are serving because i think it's very important for people for all of us to buy the solution we really need it's like I, okay i have a solution i have very powerful trainings in my curriculum but the question is do you need them it's like are these the ones you need so that's you know we are dedicated on understanding that so that's why we kind of like interview our students and our to be students and understand what they're facing if 
like they have cancer and they want to heal it through our workshop, I might say, you know, that might not be the best idea, you know? Okay, perfect. Yeah. And, and if you could leave our CEOs, mostly C-level uh, executives that are listening today uh, with a, just a comment or two, what would you say? Yeah, I would say understanding that stopping is also doing is very much important. So in your to-do list, you can have stopping in between. And I would invite everyone to understand that by stopping, really stopping, meditating, breath work, or whatever you do during the day, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you're actually empowering yourself. You're actually creating more space for yourself to be more creative, to be more effective, to be a more powerful individual, for leadership, for inspiration. Like if they can dedicate just 10 minutes, 15 minutes of their time, to breathwork and there are a lot of apps like breath hub is an app for guided breathwork sessions very powerful there are a lot of meditation apps if they can just dedicate 10 minutes 15 minutes of their time that would support them being a much more powerful leader and an individual and they would probably solve most of the problems they're facing just because they did that I love that. And real quick, I talk about sitting in your chair of joy, which we just did today. And A, I want to get your feedback on that. And B, where is your chair of joy? So I say it's, your chair can be anywhere, anytime, any place. And it could be the park bench in the park. So first of all, where quickly, where's your chair of joy? And uh, what was your takeaway for today? Yeah, today, this is very joyful. <laughs> my joy is my uh, business. It's my joy of life. Uh, my job is my joy of being. So J-O-B is joy of being for me. And uh, I love, I love what I'm doing and I love this. So this was my joy of the day, meeting you and having a great conversation with depth and joy and beauty. This made my day today. Thank you. <laughs> Where's your chair of joy? Away from your office, where no. do you sit to get this moment? My chair of joy is uh, in front of my computer. <laughs> <laughs> if you could move away from your computer, where would it be? Um, yeah, I think it would It would still be like in front of, you know, uh, iPad or, yeah, I, I work. It's very interesting. I have realized that being home, you know, being on my own, and doing trainings digital and through Zoom works for me best because I'm kind of like an introvert. So being home is very important and that makes, that makes me creative. I'm much more centered. So it's kind of like being home anywhere in the house. My joy can be my joy chair. And um, yeah, anywhere, anywhere in the house could be uh preferably the computer in front of me <laughs> <laughs> i can see from your beaming smile and smiling cheeks that this is exactly where your joyful place is so yeah. Navasha, yeah. thank you very much for being here thank today you very much. i look forward to posting this and sharing this with the world namaste thank you namaste this show has been produced by market domination llc to discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer.